Hello, this is The Tribe Stories, the curated sermons, conversations, and collections of poetry of The Tribe Lagos. May this refresh and revive you as you listen. Okay, guys, um, today we, we're going to do some Q&A, right? Sometimes you teach and you teach and you teach, and sometimes you need, we need to take a step back to then begin to probe into why, um, how do you make it more practical? So questions would give us the insight into do that. At some point, no, not yet. Modani, thank you. It's important. Okay, so we're just discussing now. Let me even start by saying, what is the most singular factor in your life or in a human being's life that if not fixed can affect them? So, okay, I'm asking a question. I'm picking it up from asking a question. What is that one thing about your life that if you don't get it right will affect your life ultimately? Identity, who else? Self-esteem. <laughs> who said marriage? Simon. Brother, some, some answers. Kachu, do you agree that marriage is that, is that at that level? See, some things are primary, some things are secondary. Now, what we are talking about, we are talking about the things that affect you all by yourself before you become couple. So don't couple yet. Some people couple too soon. And they couple into crisis. So we're staying there, belief system, mindset, paradigm. We're almost going to say consciousness. It won't be a normal song, they better not say. I'm even surprised it doesn't bust out in song. They worship you. Consciousness, Lord! Mado. So, so you see this? Purpose, okay. You called something? Identity purpose. Get, Daniel, get our board. Daniel, get our board. Let's, let's capture these things. So I've, I've picked purpose, I've picked identity, I've picked money. Money, money, money. Self-esteem. Mindset. Someone said belief system. Okay. Anybody else? Someone said marriage. But that never came true. So we had to leave it where it was. <laughs> the truth about God. Or is that what you said? Or are yours just so phenomenal? <laughs> okay, guys, is that is that Maka? Okay, let's 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 sort of like walk this out a little bit. Um, we'll, we'll see, and I'll give you one or two reference stories, then we'll get into the QA. Where is the Maka? So we've, we've we've said that. Now, the interesting part is if we don't solve this fundamental issue, you realize that many people will keep repeating their, a pattern in their life. Um, sometimes you think that you take a one step forward, two steps backward. If you are in a place in your life where you just can't seem to get past it, what you need is an entrance of light. See, what light does for us, uh, the word logos or light, it's actually that it comes in with revelation and the interesting thing about revelation is not so much about that revelation is actually putting something in that wasn't there. Revelation is actually digging out what was there. So the word is actually unveiling. So you don't unveil a you don't unveil a non-bride. You know, so this is just tool for the word. You know, so but think about it. You, you unveil a bride. You understand? There is if it's if, the, if it's, once it's covering, there's something to reveal. So revelation is a progressive unveiling of something or someone 
right? So it is what it is, it's an unveiling. So more often than not, we often think that we need new revelation. What we need to do is to get out some of the junk away from us so that that's with the spring. The way God designed that, he said that he has put truth in you, right? So that it's actually learning to unlearn that gets you there faster, right? So here is the thing. Once upon a time in a city, um, a country, 12 ambassadors were selected from a country. And these 12 ambassadors were sent on a diplomatic mission. And in the diplomatic mission, they were meant to um, go into a particular city that the, their country was trying to annex, and they were going to come back with reports, right? You know the story. The 12 diplomats actually went on the mission. They were well-funded. They gave them Esther coats, <laughs> paid them a good flight. Now, they ended up handing around. A lady called uh, Rahab took them in for the night, kept them. But guess what? The 12 came back, but they had a split camp. Two out of the 12 had a different report. The other 10 had a report. Now, the other 10's report was very simple. This land, do you want, do you want us to go there? Let's look at that scripture. That's in Numbers. But what, what, let me summarize. What, what, what they did when they got back, they said, ah, the land is good, we can say. Nigeria is fantastic. There is, there is milk and honey in Nigeria. In fact, I can actually tell you that there's so much wealth walking around everything in the land. I actually saw that there were many things there in the land, but you know, but they saw the opportunities. But you know what they said? But again, we saw something else. There were giants in the land. And we were like to ourselves, grasshoppers. Let's not bother taking the land. We are dead on arrival. Going into this war is actually going to losing the war. See, let's go back to Egypt. It would be better for us to die in Egypt and get a, a better brain than to go to a land that eats up its own. In fact, it said it was such a contradiction. Only them saw the land with milk and honey, and only them saw the land eating up its own. So they saw the giant. Now, that's what they saw. The other two guys came into the land. They had a diplomatic report, and they said, indeed, the land is filled with milk and honey. Indeed, we saw people there that were big, but indeed, the land is ours. We can take it. So two guys, two people saw one experience, saw this, experience the same thing, but have two different interpretations. Because it's not what you experience that affects you, it's how you interpret events. Actually, there was a story about a man, who was a drunk, terrible drunk. He used to fall around this neighborhood and they would pick him up in the gutters and bring him back home to his children. So he was really, really a disgrace to his family. Everybody in the neighborhood knew him for who he was. Not very responsible, never paid bills never paid school fees, always showing up drunk. There was never a day where he was sober. Now, he had two sons. Many years after, the two sons had two different outcomes. One of the sons actually became super successful. The guy was heading a multimillionaire industry. Everybody applauded him, celebrated him for who he was. And then they were, he was one day giving a speech. And everybody was like, tell me about your success story. How did you turn out to be the man that you are? You know what he said? my dad. And they, everybody paused because people knew his dad wasn't that responsible. He said, see my dad and how he struggled with addiction all his life. I made up my mind I was not going to be that guy that was going to be caught up in chains. And whatever I needed to do to succeed, I gave myself the time to do that. So my dad was my inspiration. And that's why I turned out the way I am. Now his, younger, his elder brother wasn't very fortunate. His elder brother was a terrible drunk. He was living out his father's story. 
they'll pick him from the gutters, bring him back home. And when they asked him to, why are you the way you are? He said, need I tell you, the tree doesn't fall very far. Look at my dad. What did I have to learn from? Nobody mentored me. How did I learn how to be a man? No one showed me the ropes. Nobody sat me down to ask me, what do you want to study? That's why I turned out the way I am, my dad. Because ultimately, it's not the experience that is premium. It's the interpretation of it that matters. Sometimes an event can be painful and debilitating, but if you interpret it from an empowering point of view, you use it as a tool for your ministry, not as a kryptonite for your superpowers. Do you know somebody can actually be raped? And out of their rape experience, they become queer. Some of them can actually be raped. Out of their rape experience, they even become rapists. And some people can be raped, and out of their rape, they become healers. And they say, I, want, I don't want anybody to go through what I've gone through because I know the pain of, and the humiliation. Context. We are no longer in the age of information. We're in the age of perspective. And if you don't hold the perspective that can give you a superior interpretation over the events, you will always be a victim to that which you should conquer. So do you see grasshoppers? You saw yourself as a grasshopper and you saw the others as, because the truth was that there was an unhealthy self-image in them that affected all that they saw. Today, your, your greatest three things that are very important is how you see yourself. How do you see yourself? The Bible is actually clear with different ideas of how you need to see yourself. You can see yourself or the things that you attain in school today, your grades, but if you see yourself as your grade, one day you have an F and you will not be able to be happy to see, your words will go down. So people who actually carry life, seeing themselves as their grade, they suffer terribly. Now let's pause, you see yourself as the success of your company. Do you know, is Jeff still, present? Is Jeff still in Amazon? Hasn't he stepped aside? Well, he's, he made a rumor, that, he's made a news that I was gonna step aside. It's taking him a while. But it's not that easy. If your identity is tied to that thing, you're not going anywhere. Have you seen Nigerian men retire? There's no succession planning. The man has no way of going. Because at the end of the day, his identity is the office. Where do I go to? So check, check it. Zambia, they just did an election, right? They just did an election. And um, in that election, the incumbent lost. He was not going to announce the results. Two days, there was no attempt to announce. People took to the streets until the man came in. Why would you lose after 15 years of staying in power and you can't live? Because power is your identity. See guys, if your identity doesn't transition into the way God sees you, you will forever be a prisoner of the very thing that you take your meaning and assource your meaning to. We assource our meaning to many things. Relationship can be one of the powerful ones. If you assource your meaning to relationship, you will actually think that you are, you're okay until you realize that somebody didn't give you that acceptance that you wanted, everything will implode into crisis because the acceptance is your worth, right? Okay, let's read this. I want us to read from, I want us to read from um, Colossians. We're dialing into Colossians today. Um, Colossians, I would read three. Maureen, do you have a mic? Colossians three um, from verse one. I could actually give you guys Paul Ford tonight. <laughs> But I'd rather not. If I might, you know how this works. It's just too sonorous. And Nelson is not helping me. 
But my identity is not tied to my voice. Amen. Yeah. Amen. You know, part of my crisis in life was that the baritone wasn't as... You know, honestly, it was a crisis for me. It mattered to me that even my, my side bears, I don't know where they are these days, bad, bad babas, something that took me years to groom. You understand? They've done, they've done the damage. May everything be beyond, every damage be undone. Okay, who's, who's got the mic? Okay. Colossians 3 from TPT uh, 1. TPT has something interesting to say. Colossians 3 1. Mm. Hello. Okay. Christ's resurrection is your resurrection too. This is why we are to yearn for all that is above. For that's where Christ sits, enthroned at the place of all power, honor, and authority. Okay, let's pause on that for a second. Now, guys, I know we had a plan, but you guys just have to flow with the plan, right? Um, Christ's resurrection is a resurrection. There are, there are ways people interpret the Bible. Your Bible can, and I keep saying that, the Bible is actually very, very, very technical. So you don't just open, you know, some people say, I'm looking for a word from the Lord, because it's very important. The Lord has to give me a word today, just like open. Flee ye. <laughs> That's what you see. <laughs> Or just open and say, go quickly. Yeah, yeah. They just turn, cut off your hand for you. It's causing you to sin. Mm. So you're going to get into trouble. Because the Bible is not read like that. The Bible is actually, there's a spirit behind the text that is the life of the text, not the text. So you need to lean into the spirit. But here, we talk about, many people understand that the life of Christ had three dimensions to it. There's a life of Christ that led him up until the point where he died. Now, everything Jesus was speaking of before he died, most were written for you, but not all were written to you. Mm -hmm. So, for instance, when he was saying that, um, except it, it would be hard for a man to make it to heaven, except you pass through the eye of the needle. Brother, that was not written for you. So, Gift, okay, Gift likes to write. Let's cover somebody that's not holding pen. Chinele. Okay, Chinele, Gideon, come. You look like you are awake. <laughs> Daniel, come, please. Daniel, no, Elvis, come, please. So we stall now. <laughs> you're, you're not six. No. Oh, I, I need six. No, no, no. Let's not look for trouble. No, no, please. Leave already. Daniel, please come. Let's, let's, let's. Um, you guys could have used more beans when you were growing up. Because the afro is making him look like a six. But I know six when I see one. <laughs> Sweetheart, I, I don't want to tell you my secrets. <laughs> Approximately. <laughs> Approximately. <laughs> she don't come, come out here. We know where you are. We know where you stand in matters of this nature. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Guys, but if you take your afro, Elvis, it will reveal things. But guys, that's not where we're going. Um, so here are we. Up until the time, let's use Gideon as the life Jesus lived before the cross. So all that he lived on the cross was he was grace in law. So grace in law meant that he embodied grace, but he was teaching and speaking to people who lived in law, right under the law. And there was a context. So sometimes the law comes and you have to hear, when you read his letters, when he was, saying, when he was preaching the Sermon on the Mount, he would say things like, um, blessed are those who hunger for righteousness for theirs is the kingdom of God. He was speaking it out. Now, this particular place, the scriptures here, if you go and use it and make your gospel, you'll be doing 
one day off, one day off. Because some days your team will take you back, you'll be thinking, do you know there was one day you called somebody brood of vipers? Baba called them because that, this place, law was very dangerous. In fact, Jesus was very kind to broken people and people who just didn't have the vulnerable. When he met the Sadducees and the Pharisees, Jesus wasn't so cordial. In fact, because one, they, they came for him. You understand? They came for him. So Jesus would tell them, like, you brood of vipers, you guys are snakes. Yes. Satan is your father. Baba said it. The one that wanted all to come in because he knew the heart of a man in law. The heart of a man of law is desperately wicked. That's what the Bible was saying. He, that heart you cannot trust. So they plotted. You know, they, they actually had to bribe somebody to catch him. They, they put money, collected allowance, um, collected allowance, said, contribute, Jesus must go. Crowdfunded. After crowdfunded, they gave it to Judas. Judas went and planted a kiss. And the kiss Judas planted was because he couldn't just spot Jesus in the crowd. Jesus didn't wear fine, fine shoes and shiny suits. You know, right now, I'm looking at the part today, guys, so he can easily spot it. But this wasn't Jesus' pee, right? My point. <laughs> my point. On the Sunday morning, I was always like, tell me, Mr. Paul, did they come and look for people who they follow COVID protocol? I said, Paul, please escort your people. <laughs> Pastor Paul, please, you want to just, Pastor said, what am I doing? And that day, the voice won't help you. Anyway, he's not here today. So, at the end of the day, this man lived in law, right? And if you read the context of it all, this is not all there is. But many people never make the progression in their theology to come away from the episode, the Gospels. So the Gospels were called Gospels, but they were not quite Gospel. They were actually the arrival of the Gospel and the mechanism and the arrangement that surrounded the Gospel. I'll tell you what the Gospel is. Now, this is the cross moment. When he died, three days in the cross, three days of the death, there were an ev- events happened. This is very symbolic for a believer. But this is not the end of the story. So many Christians made it to the cross. So they got here. And in this place, you, you, you understand salvation. Say, the Lord, I am saved. Like you think about it in the context, oh Lord, he, I'm so worthless. He loved me. And then if you see him like the rose trampled on the ground, your Jesus no get power. You understand? Yes. If he's the rose trampled on the ground, that's not the gospel. The gospel is not a rose trampled on the ground. Are, no, because it's almost like, have you seen um, fight? If you used to watch sports, you understand? And they're fighting now, round one, I knock down. Round two, of course, I'll, I'll knock again. But let's say round three didn't go down too well for me, right? Now three, I, sumbled, I, I suffered a, a setback, right? Then round four, conquest, I came back. It was the bounce back of the century, right? Now, if you read only, if, if you, if, you want to watch a replay. You understand? Replay that you're watching, you know. Then round one, round two, you know, round three, as I suffered a setback, you just say, oh, now, wow. Your, your gospel, now that your gospel end, though. You exited at act three, but there was an act four. So the way you interpret it, that no, fairly no try now. If you try now, round one, round two was it, round three. Man, the guy does gas out. You understand? You will know that there's gas, there's act four. So many people, they are still here. So how they interpret the events of their life is that they need to, there is a victory to earn. Because in fact, some of them don't even know that there's a victory at all. So in this part, this is now resurrection life. Resurrection life is actually where you are. So a believer is not on the cross. The story of carry your cross, no be your own. 
No, the story of carrying your cross, when you come into the resurrection life, there is a place where you see it. Now, let's read it again in the context. He has actually said that this is, if you read it now, you get the picture, that there is a place, there was this guy that you know, went around doing good, healing all that were oppressed. There was this guy that was nailed, buried. But when he died, half the guys who wrote the gospel didn't understand what was happening. It was church has gone, everybody home. Peter went fishing. Yeah, because in their own understanding, they had hoped for the up to, to upturn Rome. And it didn't happen like that. This Baba was supposed to go up in war, raise some rebel, dislodge Rome, install them as emperor. So when they were calling him king of the Jews, he was supposed to replace Caesar and kick out everybody else. So they were expecting somebody, and maybe, you know, Baba started his career doing some carpentry stuff. Maybe, just maybe, there might be a bit of muzzle as a result of that. So let's say that he, you know, at some days I, I'm just, just, just use your imagination. Yeah. He didn't look like Daniel. <laughs> like, uh, you know, just, just like, just like, no, no, no. <laughs> you don't look this way, carrying, carrying wood. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Guys, the, the truth is like Alomo. <laughs> Sometimes they come in shades. But guys, there are no pun intended. It's just that you're no carpenter, are you? So we know what that is. But have you tried to carry stuff before? Yeah. You understand? For those of us that frequent the gym, we understand these things. Chinedu, <laughs> 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 you've been going for a while. All we see is, but all we see is flesh, no muscle. So you might want to get on the treadmill. Okay, yeah, it's, it's, it's still coming. Jeffrey, what's join your friend now? Friends help friends. Okay, no, 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 there's no question. These are not time. We stay on the same one. Jeffrey, this is what we, this generation. You know. Okay, guys, 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 guys. Guys, let's stay on track. So, at the end of the day, you know, many people, so if you just don't get into resurrection life, you miss the plot. So, where is man and where is God? It's not at the cross. So for people, every day, all those serious, yeah, on the cross, be my soul forever. It's not, I'm not saying they are wrong. It's not just a complete peace. So that a dangerous truth, a half truth is as dangerous as a lie. Like in fact, 99% true with 1% little lie has taken you out of the picture. So we need complete gospel. So the gospel comes to be a declaration of what God has done in Christ. Now read it again, let's track. Christ's resurrection is a resurrection too. This is why we are to yearn for all that is above. But that's where Christ sits and thrown at the place of all power. Thank you. So Honor, guess what? Sorry. Pause there. Right? He's saying Christ's resurrection is a resurrection too. Right? What does it even mean to have resurrection life? We read it the other day. It says that this same spirit that raised Christ from the dead dwells in you. He has quickened your mortal bodies. Consciousness will unlock it all. Brother, the dimension we're working this year I hope some people don't get to see, feel form to see me. No, no offense, guys. No offense. I don't understand. So at the end of the day, there is something. Resurrection is a posture. It's a consciousness. And it's a consciousness of victory. He didn't say for after he resurrected, he didn't go back to the grave. The grave was an empty tomb. He didn't go back there. He's, he's sitting on the right hand side. There is a place of authority. So think about it. There is authority in the place of the believer. So you carry authority. And the day you make your prayers devoid of authority, you negate your place of power. Because authority comes with the DNA of a believer. So your prayers should not be begging God. 
You don't beg in prayers. No, you declare. So think about how Jesus did it. Jesus didn't say, Baba, I want you to eat this food. No. So Father, Lord, please help me. Let this food, give me food. He didn't do that. So all of us that are in preventive measures, and your life is a preventive mechanism or is a damage control. Every day, Baba, please, I don't want to fall. No, 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 no. That is resurrection. It's an aggressive posture. Resurrection is that you must come into life knowing that you carry life. That nothing around you is permitted to die. Right? Keep reading. So, yes. Feast on all the treasures of the heavenly realm and fill your thoughts with heavenly realities hmm. and not with the distractions of the natural realm. So that in, this, in this context, this Bible is giving us two things. You know the problem of humanity? We have a diet problem. Yeah. This is saying there's a diet problem. We are feasting of things that are beneath our redemptive benefits. We are feasting of things that are beneath our divine identity. So it says, set your mind on things above. So you see gossip and all these things. I woke up, this day, something was trending. Pere, pere. Is it pere or pere? Something. something was trending, right? You know, I was just like, what's happening in Nigeria? You know, you don't even know because you want to be sure what's happening. Somebody just wake up one day like, is there still a country? You understand? But apparently I was like, I now looked for something Pere or Pere. One of those things was trending. Do you know? Pere is anointed. Well, apparently, no, apparently, what, what? Apparently, story, the rumor was that he, he tried to flog somebody. There was a bullet thing going on. But do you know those guys, eh? Those guys are actually dominating culture. And they are scripting the model for human existence without their shifting climate. How can you just get something to trend? That's how they blocked us. You understand? We now downloaded VPN. American woke up one day. They were seeing things. That, the, the things that were, Americans are like, they, they, were, they were shocked. Nigerians just arrived. Things that were trending there, you'll be seeing it. Things that they, they don't even understand. You understand? So now, Perry has replaced Desmond Elliott. <laughs> so pray, you just because it's Desmond. So, whatever the case, but my point is, and I, if you sit down, that show, I have a grouse against people in Africa. There is nothing that, now these days they make me feel a little old. You know, someday, I just remember when I was younger, then I'll be looking at all these uncles that will be complaining. Should we get people that will be doing things that are good? <laughs> you know, and I suddenly started to feel like I was standing like them. Like, <laughs> you understand? Like all this millennial crisis and Gen Z, they were like, oh, Harry Potter generation. <laughs> right? But whatever the case, do you know, those guys are downloading fields. Yeah. You, your claim to fame is just being on TV. And doing silly stuff. What I don't even know is if we create something like an alternative, we're going to back it up with consciousness. We're yeah. <laughs> going to back it up. But think about it for a second. How do you know if you, if you come up with something? Because you guys, what are Christians doing? Christians are locked up in churches. They are keeping up a vigil. And I, I keep telling you guys that for 20 years, I, my first Nollywood, my first film in Nigeria was called Living in Bondage. The man used his wife to do money ritual. Right, that was the first movie. I was to meet more of them, like Kanoyo, Kanoyo, Kanoyo. Yeah. And Sentobi. They were not a few. Tony O'Mess, 
He killed not a few wives. What? No, he they, they killed not a few wives. It was it was such and it was inundated with all kinds of ritual stuff. But what we don't understand is that we're giving a generation a blueprint for existence. Because guess what? Movie body parts are discovered every part in Nigeria now. In fact, the thing has now collided with Yahoo to provide to produce Yahoo Plus. So Yahoo Plus is now the toxic mixture of diabolical practices with scam. I mean, how bad can it get? My point is, a generation slept, and yet they lend up airways to set up the stream for another generation. So what I need you guys to understand, in resurrection life, we cannot permit things that generate death to live around us. So we need to be sitting down. The church was called ecclesia. Church was not service. This thing what they do here is actually such a compromised version of what it was. Yeah. This one was designed by man and institution and all the economic model. It was an industrial replication. It was an attempt to replicate industrialization. It was a capitalist approach, but the church was more powerful. It was not just an institution. It was an organism. It was such, it was government. He said, my government, the government will be upon my shoulders. So guess what we should be doing when we gather? He's not sitting down there to, after sing for 30 minutes, Bernard will do some guys singing worship. Jedi will welcome you to church. Jeffrey will give announcements. And Fred will come and give you a powerful word that will change your life. Lovely, but that's, the, that's not all there is in season. But at the end of the day, guess what? That was not Ecclesia. Ecclesia is called called out once. So that Ecclesia is as a meeting to be told, sit down, sit down, sit down. What are we doing? What are we doing? These guys, what well, we need to knock off one serious show now. Something that can be on BBN. No, we can't use their name, but you guys get the gist, right? Yeah. So you can just use something. Ah, you guys are standing for a while. No, you guys should sit, please. All right. Resurrection. So we're going to go into the question, but let me just sort of stay on this because we get into that. Your self-image, the image of yourself is by far more important than anything else. And what God comes to do is that your self-image is influenced hugely by your belief system and it powers your mind. So if you believe you're a grasshopper, there is nothing God can do about that if he doesn't change that. So one of the impacts of the gospel is the restoration, is a transformation of your image, the way you see yourself. Jeffrey, be careful. I know the anointing moves things. But you want to hold it carefully. So at the end of the day, what is your self-image? How do you see yourself? It's very, very important, right? If you don't see yourself, you can't take the land. They went to spy the land. They came back and they said, we are like grasshoppers. We can't see. We can't see anything. So in Nigeria here, people are trooping in from China. Chenko, they are coming. Indians, they are all trooping in. And do you know what one of the Lebanese guys told me? All I see here in Lagos, opportunities. But there are many Nigerians here that have made this. This is, their, this is the land that eats up its own. Yeah. I have a friend. I warned him this week. I warned him because he used to, every time, Lagos, 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 Lagos. I said, brother, you are creating. You've come to Lagos to, to let the, the land yield forth and increase. And now your mouth, they use to cause the land. Don't prolong that which is yours. Right? Matthias, please come. Let's take some questions. So we've been talking about, in the last few months, we've been talking essentially about dreams of the continent, right? And understanding. I mean, the tribe is an identity movement, Shah. At the core of the tribe, one of the things that can impact your life significantly is your past. What you will see is that you will start to expand in an understanding of yourself. Your purpose is tied to your identity. Yep. If you don't know who you are, you can't be who you're called to be. 
So that was why God had to fix Moses and say, Moses, I'll make you like a God. It wasn't like he was making Moses like a God. That was what Moses could handle. The fact was that Moses was actually already made in the image of God. But because he had spent so long in, in exile and in slavery, God needed a message that could catch up with where he was. Today, law was not the message of God. Law was God meeting man at a broken point so he could bring him up to grace. God entered law. But if you compare law to the law of Pharaoh, you still beheaded. You have a male child, kill the male child. Like Pharaoh was just, just imagine, the law of the land is if you give birth to a male child, the male child dies. And then suddenly, a new law is in town. Just don't commit fornication. So which one you go choose now? That you have a child and you're killed or you commit fornication. But people couldn't handle it because God was giving, was protecting them from themselves. Right? So guys, let's open the floor now for questions on the last five mo- uh, three, four months that we've been on this, Dreams of a Continent. Martins has spoken essentially, I think even on last week Wednesday, Martins spoke about your ability to, cons- to create as well with God. I spoke on Sunday about understanding that you're a creator at your core. Right? So let's open up questions. And it doesn't necessarily have to be tied to this series. When we do Q and Q and R, we call it Q and R. It's called question and response. Because we don't always believe that there is just necessarily like one answer. But our response is a guide reel to give you guys insight. Toby, come and join us now. Because Toby might answer questions. Toby has been a pastor on campus. So. Please give Toby a chair. Give Toby a chair. Okay, guys, it, let it just even be about your practical Christian life. Because next week, Wednesday, we are starting foundation. Right? We wanted to start this week. Bernard and Sandra said they didn't send that message on time. So we should move it to next week. But it's okay. Next week, we'll kick off. We're going back to what is salvation? What is, what is the gospel? What is faith? Basics. Basics. And then build again. You will never one day wake up and think a witch has power over you. Yeah. You're welcome. Okay, the floor is yours, guys. Questions any, any, about your Christian faith. But maybe you guys will give context. Just say something and then maybe guide in your own. <laughs> You know, guys, I, I carried my jacket and I just realized my, my are they the same? I, I just, I almost said, Ed, why would you be making me a souvenir? But, go ahead. Hello. All right, so I just want to add something to what um, Pastor Feli was talking about, about the cross, the gospel, and all of that. You see, when Paul would write as to what he wants to know, he said that I may know him and the power of his resurrection. Because that's where we live from. What, what we are supposed to do with the cross is in Romans 6.11. He said, reckon yourself dead to sin. So the idea is that if I studied medicine in school, the way to live as a doctor is not to stay in the school is to be a doctor and then remember the things that I've learned. So the idea is to remember the cross. And when you remember it, you remember yourself dead to sin. But where you live from is from resurrected life. In fact, in an extent, eh, when it comes to things like engaging cosmos, we even need to take it a step further, where you live from the ascended Christ. Remember that they said, 
Jesus ascended above all things that he may feel everything. So he has seated in Christ far above principalities and power. You know, he said when he ascended, he led captivity captive and gave gifts to men. So you live from the ascended place. And it was mentioning that some people don't know that there is victory. One, one thing we used to say in our house is that the job of a believer is not to fight for victory. The job of a believer, at best, is to maintain the defeat of the devil. At best, at best, you know. It, it, it takes a believer, a believer has to work hard to experience defeat. You have to, it, that's why sometimes they call it the works of flesh. It's, it's, it's a lot of work because the work that Jesus did is complete. So where we live from is victory. Most of all we have to do is just to maintain defeat of the enemy. And it's, it's, it's majorly awareness. Once you just know that I'm victorious, like just knowing that I have 10 billion in my account. The war against poverty is won. What you just need to have is to know that I have the money and know how to access it, know how to spend it. Once you know that, you know it's, so it's one, fine. One question for you. So now they are seated here, right? And we're talking about sons of ascension that we are now ascended, seated in heavenly places in Christ. But Baba broke. You understand? Sister has been in between job for like six months. And so the question is, how do you then bridge this your heavenly realities, this your throne room realities, and, and download them into your existence in time in such a way that you can change your environment? You want to add a question? Somebody wants to ask, add a question. Okay. See, this question that Pastor Fedi asked is, the, is one of the most important questions for a man. Because, let me for a start, you know, know the definition of man, you know, spirit, soul, and body. So the idea is that a man can stand as a bridge between the spiritual realm and the physical realm, and that's priesthood. That's everything, both in the light and darkness. So one of the biggest things, biggest task of man is to move things from spiritual reality to physical reality. And many of the activity we do is supposed to do this. Mm. Prayer, thinking, words, you know, even jazz, you know, even in the negative reality, what they are trying to do is to move things from the realm of the spirit to the physical, your entire, your entire activity, that's what it's about, to move things that have been created, like you said on Sunday, to manifest the things that have been created. So what somebody needs to know is the accurate way to do it or the authorized way to do it. There are, there are several ways of doing it, but there's the authorized way to do it. But some people don't even know anyone both the authorized, the unauthorized, they don't know anyone. The juju, they don't know. The god, they don't know. The, the soul, okay, for, for example, there's a lot of energy that is potentially in man in the realm of the soul. The problem with teaching that to believers is that there's a tendency for you to start to do things without God. You remember that Cain departed from the presence of God, yet he built a city. So there's enough installation in a man to succeed with or without God. And that's why a Christian should be careful when you're drawing examples from unbelievers. Because guess what? By yourself, you can. Sometimes, and as an act of mercy, God will stop you. Because he, he loves you, he can stop it. So the essence of adding prayer or adding communion with God is that as you are engaging that power, you are getting the will of God and you are is, is the boundary of what you are doing. So essentially, for somebody 
who needs to bring money from the realm of the spirit to the realm of the physical. You have to learn the ways to, to transmit it. One of it is, <laughs> if you take it easy, if you take it easy, I'm going to start, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to <laughs> authorize the, yes, yes, I'm going to give the key. The keys are in the Bible, the keys are in the Bible. I'll, I'll, it's, it's more than three, eh? but you know, the, in mathematics, there are some things you just learn, like board mass. Eventually, you enter things like calculus, you enter things like trigonometry, further mass. So let's just keep it to basics. In the basics is thinking, words, and action. It's just those three, those are the basics. There are heavier ones. Some people used to teach heavy things like sacrifice, like, you know, those are the Just how we're thinking, you're still thinking. So, so the, the Bible, I'll, I'll give us three scriptures on thinking. The Bible says, as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. I like one that Jesus said. He said, a man, out of the good treasures of his heart, produces good results. I like that scripture. That's principle of be do have. But that, that's another that's another day. So the man is first a good man, you know, then he has good treasures in his heart. Then eventually we have good things. So if you want to apply that money, first you must become a millionaire in your mind, regardless of what's around you. After a while, you will start to do the things that only millionaires do. So you see only the opportunities that millionaires see. Because your mind has expanded beyond beyond, you know, looking for dregs before mundane. This, this, this is not, I'm not talking spiritual anything yet. Oh, yet, I'm not talking spiritual anything yet. The way you just think is different. He was mentioning people, uh, we, one ELC, one Ghanaian came to Nigeria. He said, he, he said, when I look at Nigeria, I just see money everywhere. I said, what's wrong with this man? What's he talking about? He said, every waste, because the man was in, he has a waste, has something, a, something. He said, all this, all this pure water nylon is just money, just money. And when he heard the story, he didn't finish primary school. But he just had the mindset that I must be great, I must be rich, I must be this. So, first of all, he changed the kind of jobs he applied for. He changed the kind of things he said. So, another scripture I like. He said, Bible says that I can do exceedingly abundantly above what you ask or think. Ask or think. So as far as God is concerned, God is listening to your thoughts. Your thoughts are prayers. So that means that by like, like somebody that is wrestling, you must fight every wrong thought. You must fight it like it's a disease. You will fight it. I'm not small. I'm not, regardless of where you are, because our reality lies to us. Remember that song, Mirror, Mirror? There's a movie I watched called Deja Vu. The man said, when you stand in front of a mirror, you are looking at the past. So in simple physics, you know, light travels. So in the time that your image went to the mirror and came back to you, it's already the past. So if you do anything to maintain that thing you are seeing in the mirror, you are producing more of the same in the future. So the way to change the circumstance you see around you now is not to say what they are, it's to say the one you want to see, such that when you get into that future, it will change. So the first thing, change your thought, change the things you say. And we keep saying this, saying, saying this, this thing work. I was listening to one of us online today, he said the anointing in his life, he brought it by saying, 
when my hands are blessed. He said, God told him, he said, God told him that stop fasting, meditate and pray more. He said, no. He said, you now notice that they have having pot belly. And he used to despise young ministers that have big stomach. So he was not having big stomach. He said, he stopped. I told God I will fast. He said, he went for through like two years, three years of dryness, and he was fasting. Not till he now started that thing. My hands are blessed. Spirit of God is upon me. And he kept saying it, and he was eating well, saying it, saying it. He now noticed that anointing now started flowing. Because these words create. Words create. Words create. What see words create. Just keep just words create. Words create. As in I can't say it enough. And words can help you to reprogram the thinking. So if your thinking is wrong, you can use words to help it. Then after a while, you now start to use your action to follow the things you are saying. If you say you are anointed, pray for people. If you say you are wealthy, be bold enough to do proposals that that need 40 million, that need 80 million, that need 100 million. In the prayer today, prayer session today, you guys should be joining the prayer session. Word came for me. The word that came for me, I stopped praying. I went somewhere to go and think. They said said there's somebody that is doing a business aside hustle. And the business is supposed to be Main, the main, it's not supposed to be a hustle. They said build it to scale. Once something is scaling, it's not a hustle again. They said do something that can make it scale. So first thing, when that thing enters your mind, your mind has to change about that business. That this thing is not side hustle. This thing is the main thing. You see that shift alone can be the difference between a small company and a multinational company. So you start to know I need to register it. I need to increase it. And when you start to think like that, in even people don't know God, they call it law of attraction. That that thing will start to pull the resources that you need to where you are. So the, the simple key is think. Don't even think ever that you are broke, regardless of how much money you have. There's a guy in Game of Thrones. He said, there are many times I've been without money. He said, but I've never been poor. I heard words like, you know, right, so I like to hear words like that in movies. Somebody, that's, this guy does not have Christ. He has not read anywhere that all things are mine. He has not read all those kind of things, but he just has that mindset, the mindset of a king. So as much as possible, if you need to read books, if you need to visualize, I dare say if you need to fantasize, it's okay. If you need to daydream, it's okay. Anything that gets your mind to that place, then your words, make sure you never say anything wrong. When, when I started working on my words, the first thing was when people come to ask me for money or they want to borrow money from me, and I'm not supposed to say, I don't have. What am I supposed to say? <laughs> Eventually, I figured it out. Go and figure out your... <laughs> Eventually, I figured out what to be telling people. I can't. You, and, and you guys have to pay for I go out yours. Think about it, it will come to you. <laughs> Ask the spirit. All right, so I have many lines That's as a writer. Yes. Lines. Don't make that studio. Don't make that studio. <laughs> I have many lines. That's the that's the challenge. So that you don't, you know, somebody's there. Because it's not formula. So that you don't. It's get not stuck. formula. Yeah. You don't get stuck on. You know. Not in the budget. People got stuck on. <laughs> not in the budget. <laughs> yes. yes. People got stuck on. I'm strong. I'm you strong. I'm <laughs> exactly. Bro, see, I didn't see you yesterday. Say I was strong. Someone you should have come. Yeah, exactly. Somebody, somebody said my my mother swallowed spoon. We are trying to do surgery to remove it. Okay, so. Uh, basic things that I used to say. I would say only one. I would say only one. You know, only one. Yes, and don't cram it. It's just that uh, 
I've invested heavily in a project. You know, I cannot help at the moment. Something like that. But if you don't have project. <laughs> so, so, so because I, one of, you said, I want to petition you to speak more on this and I hope I will be convincing enough because I have noticed something in, maybe just in Lagos, but the rate at which people are comfortable enough to beg strangers for money is becoming some, it's something else. So this is actually very, very important because I understand that we want to protect ourselves and use our, not say things with our mouth, but how do we not just um, turn people away, but also let them understand, shed some light to them when possible that, you know, this thing you are doing, it's not normal. You can't just be begging all the time. I understand if you are in a place, a tight spot, but don't make it a habit. You go and buy fuel and they say, happy Sunday, anything for me. <laughs> no, like, um, last mile officials would wave at, if you're driving a Benz, they wave at you. No, no I drove it. <laughs> no, you know, I, I drive with my Corolla, but some days ago I drove a Benz and caught my attention. Oh, you senior man. Uh, you know those, so those guys, yeah. Yeah. Someone yeah. tried to bomb me. And as I was trying to wait for the after serving me, I felt the weight of their assistance upon my shoulder. It's almost like the oh girl, when are you going to come through? Like you just feel like drop. All right, so uh, ask Maureen. One of the things I do is that when they hear me, I hate them. I hate oh, them. Yeah. That's what I do too. I just hear them. Senior man. Yes, yes, yes. My chair, chief. Anything for. Yeah, yeah. Happy weekend. I, you know. Sometimes I ask them too. Anything for me. <laughs> I give that to police to last month. Today you give me. Okay, Martins, let's move to you. So, guys, for the people that just came in, um, we're talking about, we've been on this series of staying on the word and letting the word perform and manifest in your life. And Toby did a fantastic walkthrough on how you can actually take the word, the thoughts, the, the acting and the action, right? So there's the being, realizing that you have... And then once you have that disposition that you can see possibilities, you start behaving positively, positively in that direction. And that, that the behavior is an attraction. There was something Nikola Tesla said. I don't know whether we should drop that quote in church, but this is striped, so we can take a chance. It said um, that think of the world only in context of energy, frequency, and vibration. Although he was speaking about it in the science terms when he was speaking of that, don't just think of it in matter, that inside matter is actually energy, Frequency, there's a, there's a frequency and there's vibration. So frequency means that there's actually a frequency of wealth. And so if you are on AM dial, you'll be picking bati bati. Yes, you'll be on that thing. You understand? So if you... If you <laughs> no, there are scriptures to all these things. In the scripture. So you have to get the frequency. in the Bible. Yeah, you have to get the frequency. We'll come to that. Then there's a vibration of knowing that you're putting things out and then you're pulling in. So no, before we go to that, Mattis, I wanted you to ask so we can come to the, take more questions. I want to add. Uh, okay. To add to this, that we cannot take a round of now, questions. How many of you read the last um, article I posted on the Tribe group? I also posted it on Facebook and exactly. Well, we should medium it, we should medium it. The last article I posted on, on, I posted it on the Tribe group, I think it was on Sunday or Monday, two days back. I also posted it on WhatsApp and Instagram and it's, of course, he generated a lot of questions from friends, from people, exactly what he's talking about. And it was when he was speaking on Sunday. And all the things he was talking about on Sunday, we've been, talk we've been talking about it past Wednesdays. Adam was created spiritually, right? When God created him, nobody could see him. 
but he existed in the realm of the spirit. Yeah. So when God, you remember what Pastor Fede brought out uh, from Genesis chapter 2? He said God had finished everything, everything was good. But there was no tree. Because there was no man to till the earth. Where was Adam? Adam was in the realm of the spirit with God. So God created the physical body from the earth and then spirited or breathed Adam into the body. And then he became another speaking spirit. That's the literal translation. He became another speaking spirit. Okay, now, Adam was able to bring those things from the realm of the spirit because he was living from there. So when he contacted the law of sin and the fruit of knowledge of good and evil, he lost that connection. So he now realized that he was naked. He realized that he was unprotected. He realized that he was no longer God over these things that he was supposed to be God over. So he became afraid. He was guilty. Shame came. But they were naked before. Yeah. Do you get? So immediately he lost that. Even though he lost that source, like he said, there was still a lot of installations inside of him to do things. Now, these guys who are not Christians have found out. And they'll tell you about the law of vibration, the law of attraction. Or they'll tell you about frequency. Because our words carry electrical frequencies. And our emotions carry magnetic frequencies, magnetic mm. power. So that's why Jesus would tell you that if you shall say to this mountain, but the church has majored on say, 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 say a lot. Your words are potent, your words are potent. That's true. But the words, the potent words, are, they're supposed to be coming from a source. They're supposed to be a generator, which is the mind, which is the thoughts, the imagination, the visualization. Yeah. That's why I say, if you shall say to this mountain, you have said it. You say, but you shall not doubt in your heart. That's the engine room. You know, it didn't stop saying you shall not doubt. So you cannot doubt and yet not believe. He said, but shall believe that those things which he said, because faith and fear or doubt, they're not mutually exclusive. They can be together in the same place. Yeah. That's why he said to um, Jairus, don't be afraid. Believe only. He didn't say, the, the other man said to him, I believe, help my own belief. Jesus didn't say, no, 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 if you believe, you cannot have unbelief. So he said to Jairus, don't be afraid. Believe only. Don't entertain fear. Yeah. Entertain only belief. So he said, if you shall not doubt in your heart, but shall believe that those things which you see shall come to pass. Perspective, mindset, insight. Do you understand? And all these things come from what we're reading today, Colossians chapter 3. Set your thoughts. So, so it's under your power to set your thoughts. So how do I bring the money? The physical is not in the pocket. But do you know that it is there in your account, even though it's not there physically? See, there's, there's, there's something that? I always used to say. Many failures of our lives mm. are failures of thoughts. They are thoughts. Yeah. They are inability to capture the opportunity and to take... I don't know if you guys saw this BBC, docu BBC documentary of a guy that built a, um, a plane. Mm. Guess what the boy... Did you listen to it? The boy said, the guy no go school, learn more. He see him for dream. The guy said he goes to bed at night... Yeah. And then they, somebody they will, they will take him to a factory, show him everything. He will wake up and continue. He's been doing that for how long? Maybe ten years. That he goes to his night. I don't know. That guy is speaking of a realm. Realm. That many That's Christians, it should be natural. We should normalize realm. And it. It's natural. Because that was what um, Joseph, um, Jacob used to usurp his uncle when they were in yes. the business competition. His uncle had used, wanted to take him out of the business deal. He was vulnerable. The man, he just had a dream. Spotted, striped, sparkle. 
And God was like, oh, see, if you pattern and this one. works for the animals. Yeah, it works for the animals. What they were animal. seeing, they were producing. See, that realm is your answer. If you can come from there, earth is just a rearrangement of that possibility. That's what it is. That's what we thought. Right? That, that's what I thought that Wednesday. So Jonah said, Jonah was a very beautiful classic example. He was in the fish's belly. He said, those that observe lying vanity. What does it mean to observe? Right? You think about it. You look at it. You, you know, you measure it. You do those that observe lying vanities forsake their own mercy. So he's saying the mercy is available, it's theirs, it's wrapped all around them, but they are looking at the physical. So they are looking at there's no money in my pocket, and they say, I am broke. You know what they did? Jesus said, take no thought, saying. They said it, they possessed it, they became it. They became it. So my wife was going through an issue recently, minor issue, as far as I'm concerned, every issue is minor, they are common. That's what the Bible said. So she kept saying, so, Last night, after I came back from, when I, tra- when I came down, I traveled on Sunday. So when I got back, she was like, should I call a doctor? I said, why do you want to call a doctor? There's no problem here. What do you want? I said, then say what you want. So just settle down, think about it, and say it. And then when we woke up this morning, say said, it's no longer there. I said, that's how these things work. So her friend, a police officer in, in London, lost her. Um, her wallet, a police, her police card, her credit card, everything about her identity as a police officer. She lost it in London, in UK. And then she called me on Sunday. I was in Benin. My wife called me that Inca lost so and so and so and so. And she was very devastated. She, she can't go to work. Can't even take train. Everything inside that card. Because when she came to Nigeria, she brought it. I saw it. So when my wife was just telling me, then she was giving me all the scenarios so they are going to penalize her, this, that. I said, babe, why? She said, no, no, that's the... I said, why do we keep thinking like this? Because I, I had just finished schooling her. I said, so why do we think that if you lost this thing, the way to get it back, they'll penalize you, they'll do... I said, why don't you rearrange it? So I finished speaking to her. I said, so should I call her? I said, please, call her if you can. So I called her. I did a voice note to her. I said, what do you want? Why, why do you think that this is the system? They'll penalize you, they'll do this, they'll... I said, why not just think that somebody else will pick it up? Whether the person knows you, and they will call you. And then when they call you, they say, where are you? I will bring it to you. Hmm. Guess what happened? Wow. Exactly what I told her. Oh. I said, just calm down. Yinka, I know you're perturbed now. Just calm, calm down. But she had canceled all her appointments. She said, I don't even have money to take train. Everything is inside that card. And the police, ah, you lost that thing. They, they will say the government will penalize you. I said, just calm down. Think about what I'm saying now. I have the voice on my phone. I said, so recreate the reality. Do it like this. Just say, just, after you are calm, just thank God. Thank God. She's a Christian. I say, so just be thankful. Just thank God. Somebody will find it, and then they will call you and say, where are you? Don't worry. I'll bring it to you. Don't stress yourself. A police officer found it, called her, and got it to her. Yeah. All right. I, I, I also want to add, I, there are so many things to add, but let, let me also say something. That in, when you come to that realm that you believe that in, in your action, which is another thing that we'll do, maybe some classes, since we are talking about finance now. One of the things that you now need to do is to build something that can contain where your mind is. Yes. You know, in December, I was praying that God should increase my finances. God told me, give me something I can bless. Mm. So sometimes you need to now, if you, are, if you are a lawyer, you need to think beyond where you're working. Because if you want to move from maybe... 150,000 a month, 200,000 a month to earning 5 million. You might start to think of something I can do that a million people would need. So you can create a product you know, that, that you can sell to maybe a million people, something that a million Nigerians needs. Maybe just an ebook of your rights or your rights on the road. Well, don't allow a, lawyer, a police officer to cheat you. Don't allow a lawman to cheat you. Whatever it may be. You know, this is what people who have found the dark world know. 
They know that anything I do, we sell. Anything we sell. We hear all kinds of music that don't deserve to go anywhere. We sell. Because at the end of the day, it's now no longer about the product. It's about the power behind it. So you just do something that a million people need. Think of yourself as a solution provider. And millions of people need me. Not only that, kings need me. I'm a, I'm a barber, but I believe that kings need me. If you keep thinking like that, one day... All the king kings will locate you. So accept that you are blessed. It's like blessed magic. to be empowered to prosper. So when you now have that mindset and you have God with you, then there really should be no limit. Many of the people that are up there, they actually don't even have God with them. Sorry. Okay, okay. They don't even have God with them, but they just they believe, have, they believe it. They just believe and it. And it works. And it works. Okay, so in some cases, there may be unfortunate incidents. That is one of the things that when I started believing God, really, that was one of the things that I knew that, okay, this one can happen to me. So for some people who don't add God to that thing, they can be traveling and be in an accident and die, and the dream will die. There are a lot of things that can happen. They can just fall sick, have cancer, you know, and all those those unseen factors or the variables. So when you are with God, that now removes ah, that one from your own path. You know, they said, ah. the Bible says there's a path laid for the righteous. Mm. He said, the lines fall unto me in pleasant places. Mm. So I have, I come with all that arsenal and I know that the plans of God gives me an expected end. The Bible says that the expectation of the righteous will not be mm. cut forth. But the righteous must have expectation yeah. and he must stay onto it. You know, sometimes where we now miss it in what um, Pastor Martin is saying is that Sometimes when you profess something or when you believe something, your circumstances don't change immediately. Yeah. And but sometimes in the middle, yes. They've so changed. think of it like I send an account. I send money to your account and you see the alerts. 10 million era, but there's no money in, in, your, your in your pocket. So you go to the first ATM, you try to withdraw. It doesn't withdraw. Unable you go to, to the next one, it doesn't go. Unable you go to the next one, it doesn't go. What do you now go home and say, ah, there's, there's no, no money. money? No, you stay on it. You keep, if they, all the ATMs does not pay, you enter the bank the next day. I have money. Yeah. Yeah, do, do you understand? So you have to stay on it like that, believing that in the, I've seen this thing in the realm of the spirit. And that's why they say, hold fast to the profession of it. You will stay on it. That's why some people, they, 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 they give them prophecy that you are a prophet or you are a healer. And then you pray for a sick person. The person does not get healed. Pray, pray for another one. one. There's this street evangelist, I'm trying to remember his name. He prayed for 3,000 people before he got his first healing. 3,000. 3,000 people before the first healing. Now, healing happened anyhow. I prayed for somebody last week. The person has arthritis all over his body when he was there. Only hand and neck and chest got healed. <laughs> what kind of thing is this? All <laughs> oh, the leg was still there. Okay, when I was praying for him, I felt pain in my neck and my hand. Wow. So I now went to meet. So I now went to meet my elder brother who has been a pastor for twelve years. <laughs> when I said half of the body got healed, all you had to do was stay with him. He mm -hmm. said there are times that Kenny Higgins pray for one person for four days. I like, oh, okay. If Kenny Higgins praying for one, because. Because Baba has seen that in the, there is money in this account. It's there. It's there. We, we, no all the, if there's if I have to go to all the ATMs in Lego, I will go. Like if I don't, I will, I will keep, I will stay on it. Meanwhile, I took the person to go because I prayed, prayed, I prayed like three times. <laughs> Only, yeah, yeah, yeah. Leg was still like this. I said, okay, well, I've done my Jesus with Jesus to finish the... <laughs> um, but when he told me that, you have to stay, stay on it because... You know, 
in the realm of the spirit, the guy is healed. You know, I led him to Christ, gave his life to Christ. So he's healed. He's, the healing of God is available. So sometimes you just have to hold fast to it and insist. And that's the same thing you do. I listened to Florence Shalakija. She said she was on that project for 14 years before money came out. Now, here's the thing. With Christ, you really don't have to wait that long. Trust me, you don't have to wait that long because God has ways. Even if there's a project that takes that long, there are many, many other supplies. That's why God put four rivers in the Garden of Eden. So if one is doing, the the other ones will be bringing water. Why are you waiting for the big one? You know, you understand? So, but the idea is that you have to stay true to that profession because it it will yield results. And since we are in the kingdom, we must make sure that what we say, what we do, and what we think are the same. Because the Bible says that if a man is double-minded, he, he won't receive anything say, from say, God. Say, he cannot. He cannot let not that person think he can receive anything from God. When I was growing up, eh, in our house, we, we have parking space for like four cars, but we had two cars. So we, my dad used to pray for another car. Then my mom now came one time that there's this tree, it's a tree of money. Uh, anything you, everything you need, you can sell it. Moringa, something, something, something. So he now said, we should plant the tree. And my dad was planting the tree. Me, I was not really a good Christian, but I said, Daddy, well, we are praying for another car. Why are we planting? <laughs> why, why will another car come? Where would this, where we are planting Moringa? He now said, it's true. Those little, little things. You know, the Bible says, pray without season. How is it possible to pray without ceasing, without stopping? The way to pray without stopping is to know that your thinking is prayer, your action is prayer, your words are prayer. So if you pray for something and you think something else, you have stopped praying. You have stopped praying. You have stopped praying. One of my frustrations in church before was that, you know, I attended a church where a pastor used to bless everybody at the end of the service. Your week is blessed. You know, everybody say amen. Now you now meet outside, you know, you are just talking. And then one guy is saying, I have an interview on Thursday. I don't know how it's going to go. I'm like, ha, were you not part of the blessing that they did? What's wrong? What what are these people even doing? What is going on here? Because me, I believe small. If I face something, I face it. If they say my week is blessed, I will go out that is blessed. If they say nothing, nothing. I will cuckoo stay at home. But they say week is blessed. You say amen. We now finish service. You now say you don't know. Hey, you have cancelled all the all, no matter how anointed your pastor is. Even if it, even if it's Jesus that said it, it won't work. Because you have refused it. So that congruence is what helps us transmit things that have been created to manifest it. Make your whole mic small. The body that you come. Okay. So that you we, we'll take you, we'll take you. But there's something, there's something um, even when the Bible says, do not be unequally yoked. It also means do not be unequally yoked with the unbelieving part of you. So you also have to ensure that that person that is saying, no, no, don't believe it, don't do that. See, in I went to imagine went to eat out with a group of friends and they brought men. One person said, Oh, just bring me anything. Anything is fine. I'm not very picky. Another person looked and said, no, spaghetti bolognese. Um, I'll, do, I'll do this, I'll do that. Everybody don't order. Another person don't order. In fact, the last time we went to in the, now 150K, we eat for that deal. This place, I'm not going again. No, no, <laughs> there's abundance, we'll go. But, um, but at the end of the day, you know, 150, you know, the, the person that said, just give me anything. When the food came, said, what's in be this? Now you, my point is, you are ordering every day from life. Mm. 
with your thoughts and your prayer, better be deliberate about it. Mm-hmm. Don't just saying that anything, that's why you're broke. You're not supposed to say anything. A cattle upon a thousand hills. You understand? Like God has killed, never be intentional. Be intentional. About life. That's why God speaks of expectation, that you have to carry expectation with you. Because guess what? The kingdom of God, it's already in you. And that kingdom within is actually this magnetic power. Yep. It's actually the creative energy, it's pulling all of it. See, God uses these words, abundance. I have come that you have life and have it abundantly. God could have removed abundance and just said, I have come that you have life. Why did he put abundance? Because the nature of the kingdom is it. He said, exceedingly and abundantly, far above you can ever actually imagine what I do to you. Why did he put, why would you use adjective to qualify it? Exceedingly, as though it's not enough, exceedingly and abundantly. Because he's driving home that the language of the, of the kingdom, where we come from, is about, it's, yes, is a skill. To ask. Bernard. Or think. Bernard. Now, wow. So for me, right, like, like I, was, I, was, I, was, I was thinking while you guys were, were talking. I've been on a journey, man, right? Why I say consciousness a lot? Because I know where I had to come from, <laughs> right? Because I had one very intimate moment with one of my rich friends in Ghana. He sat me in his Porsche. No, 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 in Ghana. What was that me? Okay. Amen. <laughs> he sat me in his Porsche and he said, relax, relax. I sat in his car and the, the seat took my form. Yes, yeah. it does that. You know, and... <laughs> that was your first and time. And he said, he said, yeah, he said, buckle up, buckle up. Say, what do you want? Do you want your seat hot or cold? I, I was like... <laughs> I was like... Nah, man. So he took me out, he took me out to a supermarket, to, to, a, to, a, to a mall. He was ordering, he was not caring about the price. He said, how much is it? Okay, add it, add it. He made me go through that with him. <laughs> and after that, he took me, he was, he was on the process with me. He took me to a restaurant. He said, order anything, what do you want? Have you ate, do you want continental look at me? Just rice, you know? <laughs> you know? And at the time, I did not know how to use fork and knife. So I, 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 I ordered for spoon. He rebuked me, he said, what? Say, watch me as I eat with it. I sat down there and when we were going back, you know, he took me, and I told me that what's happening to you is your financial thermostat is expanding. Things that you're not used to, you're seeing it. I'm taking you through how I live my life. So you understand that there's a perspective at which I draw these things to myself. You see, see Christian. He's not. And so, when, when, I, when I went back home, I was not the same again after that word. And because I had, not been, I had not been close to someone that is rich and I see him spending. He's not bothered about, he has different ATMs. Okay, okay. So, and going through that time, consciousness opened up to me in 2019. I'm like, words that I started speaking, you know, Things, how I started seeing life, places I started going to, perspective. Scripture says he will keep in perfect peace those whose mind that stayed on him, right? And it now says, be still and know. There is a perspective from which I do life, personally, right? Sometimes I forget. But one of the things that a believer is blessed with is community. 
right? Because there are systems that God has placed for you to keep you in consciousness. That if you play with, you're playing with your life. The, the purpose of, of, of our garden is not to do activities. Yeah. It's to help you stay in your identity. The scripture says that they always went back to their company, right? So some of these things that we are saying now, if you go, life will hit you. And they can't be like, say, wait till they hear. Nobody wait till they see. Yeah. Right? They are, they, those times, he used to tell me, practice meditation. Mm. Practice it. Feel like the future. And stay there. When it's hard, he would tell me that. When it's hard, go and have your bath. Relax. Sit down. Take a chair. Look at the sky. And go. Those things that you want to see in your life, see it now. Stay in that feeling. The longer you stay there, it helps you deal with the future, even with now, right? It helps you deal with yes. now, and it also helps you keep perspective. Because sometimes if somebody asks me that you smile a lot, I say it's intentional. Yes, it's, very, it's not that everything is going well. Yes, it's very intentional when I smile. I put it out on my, on my social media, it's intentional. So when I go there, I'm speaking to myself, right? That I cannot be unhappy. Regardless of what the past is, I'm not the past. When I come here and I'm all, um, God, I beg, let me be in this place. Mm-hmm. Because, like I said, Lagos, Lagos will not help you at all if you want to, Lagos if, you, if you allow it. But if you live from a different perspective, you see them as temporary. Some things are not consistent with your identity. So if you want to manifest these things, it's key that you appreciate the systems that God has placed for you to help you stay in consciousness. And one of them is this, right? Yeah. The messages. Right, the friends you make from here, right? It's be intentional. Don't just be a passive. Even if it's one month or two months that you're here, go all out. It's very intentional. That's your tribe. Let, let me address one. Right. Issue. Did you want to say something quickly? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, we are we are we're running out of time. We're going to take you guys. We'll take you. Take you. Martins will wrap. Okay. Huh? <laughs> so just quickly, yeah. So I I was studying Jeffrey recently. I was studying the um, seed. God speaks in seed form. He gives revelation in seed form. He's always coming in seeds. And so it was quite interesting. I was studying what is seed, what was inside of a seed. It's embryo. The embryo is a direct replica of the physical. What usually happens is that, especially when you're visualizing, sometimes God can give you in seed form for you to, you have to keep hope alive. Hope, like Pastor Martin was also talking about, pictures, expectation, having hope. Hope can be negative because you can be hoping for bad things to happen to you. Yeah. Right. And so you keep that. So that's why you set your affection on things above, things in heaven, whatever things are true, whatever things are pure, whatever things are or, of good report, think on these things. But it can come in seed form and you may not, if you are not sensitive, you may think that this seed, it's too small, you just trade the way and all of that kind of thing. But you stay on that seed, you know that it is being watered. How do you water it? You water it by speaking to it, you water it by thinking on it and then it begins to germinate. Thank you. Thank you very much. If if you don't gift... Is there oh, a question you have? Is a question? Okay, ask them. Okay, so... Sorry, covering my thoughts. Okay, yeah, remembered. So I was going to talk about or ask, um, consciousness seems to be very fleeting. 
because you find that sometimes you're in the top of like your top of your fifth game things are working and then the, the next day or give you a couple of months something is missing and you didn't quite notice when it shifted like first so how do you know when you're stuck because you kind of find out at the end when you're shifted and you no longer believe like you're at the end of the road but you don't really catch it early you don't really catch that transition so how one two um two the, sec- the second thing is i found that routine helps you get consciousness but we desire flexibility that only comes from routine and then we feel like routine is not the way and then we lose the flexibility that we find a good sorry a good way to experience is like prayer right you keep praying for a couple of weeks then you start to flow in the spirit. Then you now think, oh yeah, I'm flowing, it's great. You stop your routine. The flexibility stops and you're back to square one. Consciousness two has lost and you're literally full circle back. And you find your Christian life just doing circles. Forever, not forever, sure, but for okay. a while. Gifts, let's, let's see gifts. Okay. Um, you want to answer no, no, no. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, okay. My, I think my question is based on something you said when you started um, speaking, and you made mention of um, a statement that before Christ died, that the word we had, like what we we know now, was not written for us. I don't know if I got that correctly. Yeah. Say some things. Some, some things are written not for us. Are, are written. For us, but not to us. Exactly. They're written for us, but not to us, exactly. So my, my question is, how do we sort of like balance that thing that was written before he died and the things that were written when he was going to die and the things that were written when he did die? So how do we sort of like, I don't say pinpoint or just pick the things that, like you said, applies to, for us, but you know, so that's my question. Very good question. Okay, I'll start with that question. So again, it's not necessarily about the sequence of events. It's not about the sequence of events. It's also about the, the, the spirit of the scripture because they are actually Old Testament scriptures. Like you find David, David and Isaiah, they were like, they were like New Testament prophets. Yeah. 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 So David was always when David was saying, "Sit down, sit down," and my Lord said to my Lord, "Sit down and write until I make you." He was seeing something that was to come. So in a sense, when the the, the, the the resurrection scripture gives us a posture of union, because in the resurrection life we are in Him now; He's in us; we are one. So we're united with God. So that changes the dynamics. That means your interpretation of every scripture has to be in that place. Yeah, so whether you're reading Isaiah, rise and shine for your light has come. That scripture was said long before Christ came and died and resurrected. But that scripture becomes yours because it's, as it's arisen, so have you risen. But there are other, when, when, when Isaiah was writing about the, um, was writing and saying, by his stripes, we are healed. He was speaking of, it was almost, but when Peter was writing about it, Peter said, by his stripes, we were healed. So your declaration is now, it's not just about by his stripes, I will be healed. So in resurrection life, your position is not God, I want to heal. It's that Lord, I am healed. 
So your, your, your scripture has to be situating you in the context of the reality of Christ. That's why most of the gospels didn't see resurrection life but Paul was very accurate because Paul yes. unpacked it. Yes. So that's why Christians navigate Ephesus. Ephesus was, Paul was telling that when he died, he went to the, he went to hate, he retrieved the keys of hell and death. John, James, those guys didn't quite go that far. In their own, they just saw the nailing of the cross and three days he rose again and he started to teach them about the kingdom. Paul, uh, Peter, uh, Peter, uh, Paul was saying something happened in his death. He went somewhere, he took something, victory came to us. There's a scroll that was given. John came and was talking about the scrolls. So at the, at the end of the day, you must always understand that. Let me give me an example of a scripture in the in the in the in the yeah. Yeah. Let me just give you. <laughs> so how do you how do you interpret it from a union? So here is how you interpret it in union. The context of ecclesiastics speaking of your life in union, you're no longer defined by the earthly realm. In union, your existence is elevated to the things above. So you're seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. That means your identity is an eternal one. So your perspective of death is not the same thing as the perspective of death of of the people who have no union or understanding of their life in God. For them, death is the end of all there is. But for us, we understand that home is actually where we belong and we're always in home. So death is not the finality for us. It's not even a, a factor to be afraid of because now in union, you control your, your, your timing. You know that you can set the time in motion. So I'm not going anywhere until it's time, until I permit it. So the context of union is that you are, Solomon can talk about death and life and the power of the, or they can speak of those things, but you now know some of those, some of those prophets, some of them stumbled on it. There was even a, pastor, a prophet, the king that was supposed to die. The guy got that prophet, I tell God at any time. He negotiated some time for himself. See, ultimately, life and death and the power of the tongue. That's why Job is such a terrible place to pick your theology. Because Job himself, towards the last part of scripture, Job's friends, Start begging, say sorry, now lie. God said, why are your friends lying about me? You understand? Because the perception that the devil came, that the devil came and knocked on God's door, right, was an account. Now let me give you how this thing works. Let's say I met Daniel, right, chapter one. Daniel looked, woke up, wore mask. I said, this guy looks like a gangster, man. One have to be careful here. Maybe hope he has a gun. I hope he doesn't pull a trigger. Now, flip to chapter two. I now have a chance to know Daniel. I now saw that Daniel was actually far from what I perceived him to be. But there is no way of changing my chapter one, because they know they get eraser. Now scroll. The memoir and the memoir. When they were writing some of these things, they were writing about their perception. So the idea that devil knocked up and came for a meeting, yes, there are three ways to interpret it. Devil really come meeting. You understand? Secondly, eh, there is something in scripture which says there has to be scripture interpreting scripture. So where else did the devil show up for meeting? So if you cannot find a, a second cross-reference, you don't want to push it as your theology. You just hold it there, but don't preach it, please. Right? Don't make it your theology until you find it consistently through Christ. So you cannot be saying, if the devil, three ways, if you understand that the devil really came for meeting, then God will just tell them, go, test, go, go collect Elvis. Collect him. You understand? So, and, and that perspective, Jesus never gave us a picture where God was colliding with devil to three people over. He said, no, that the devil is a thief. He comes to steal, to kill, to destroy. God comes to give life. If Job is your theology, you will be praying death prayers because you'll be thinking God has set you up. 
But when Christ is your theology, you know that, no, 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 go, go, ha, ha, no, you cannot show up and say, devil, don't catch me. Now, let me see, see this scripture. Where is that scripture that says, when we pray, we pray amiss? James. James what? Four, verse four. But you know what? You know why the prayer means started? Read James four, verse one. See it. It says, Where "What is the cause of your conflict you. <laughs> and quarrels with each other?" See what he said. Doesn't the battle begin inside of you? Your mind. So the prayer means is that you by yourself have fractured. Mm. You've you've broken in. So the devil has cracked that. Then you can produce it. Devil is only as powerful in your life as you make him. In fact, God is only as powerful as you let him. The reality is that the state of the world is not a reflection of God, it's a reflection of man. Yeah. So when we say, why do good things happen to bad people? That's the wrong question. The right question, when we sons, when we men are waking and discover the goodness of God within them and express that. Because if we don't express the goodness, that which we are not will dominate. If you answered your question by yourself, okay, are you satisfied? Yeah, I, I, I want, okay, to, speak want to speak to, to Solomon. That. You know, okay. if you read Ecclesiastes, Solomon said, I gave myself to wine, I gave myself to women. He was already so, and he said all of it was vexation of spirit. Yes. So you don't know at what time he was writing what. Maybe it was, this, this on a lighter mood. No, no, really, really. But really, so there, there are scriptures, you know in scripture, demons spoke. Men spoke as men. Men spoke from depravity. And then Jesus spoke. So, in reading scripture, you have to know which is man, who is talking here. You know, even Paul said, this time I'm speaking as a man. So, I have no direct... It's, this one is not from, from God. God. This is just what this I feel. feel. So, in reading Bible, you need to know, okay, this is what... So, for example, there's a time God said, the thought of man was evil continually, all the time. You know, that one is not you. Yeah, I, my thoughts cannot be evil all the time, continually. So he was talking about some men, but he still called them men. So we know that that one is not me. And one of the reasons why, you know, why in answering your question, you know, about Jesus, you know, Jesus is the door through which we enter God. There's no other door. Some people in, can say there was something. That's, I don't even want to explore that door because only Jesus is to take lifetime. Jesus then now said something which is touching. He said, I have many things to tell you. But that I you can, cannot bear. But you can't bear them now. After he talked, talk, 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 he now said, I have many things to tell you. So one of the things you must engage when reading scripture is the Holy Spirit. When you're engaging enough, there are some things that you read, there are some things that you hear that the Holy Ghost will revolt. Inside. Yes. The thing will just say it's not you. And sometimes it's not like those things are wrong. It's just not your, yes. This sensation is because, not right. Because, you know, you can read about healing from different perspectives. You know, you can read when somebody said, I will take away sickness from the midst of thee. Mm-hmm. And if that is where you live, that is what you attract and that is what you will see. If you read the realm of when you lay your hand on the sick, they will recover. That is what you attract. That is what you will see. So the Holy Spirit will guide you to say, this is your reality now. This is where you are now. So you can see some of those things are just for examples. That, that's what the scripture says. The things that are written at four time are for our examples. You can see, okay, this is what this person did. This was his conclusion about the matter, especially Job. At the end of the day, Job said the things that I he said. I he said, said they were foolishness. I didn't know. Yes. I didn't he said, know. I said things I didn't understand. You know? Apologizing to God. And you know, the thing is that in, in Job, Job summoned God more than once. Not once did he really confront God Mm-mm. about the situation. Was just cursing. You defending God. If you read the book of Job, just for what he did as a text and looking at Job, that why is Job? Why are you 
doing like this, you know. You can understand where it's coming from because at that time, those his friends were supposed to be the wise people from the four cardinals of the earth and all of that. And, you know, he believed what they were telling him. Till the end, when they apologized, like he said, and then he prayed for them. And the Bible says when he prayed for them, that God, God, turned, his captivity. God turned his captivity around. So, <laughs> in reading Bible, you must know, okay, I'm in Christ. This does not apply to me. Yeah. Or, you know, some people were under the law and they said only one person can enter holy of holy yeah. one time of the year, something, something. And that was not the original arrangement. God tried to come. They ran away. But if God comes to you, you won't run away. Mm -hmm. So every, all their own experience. You know, Moses was begging them that, I don't be afraid now. God just wants to he see if no. you... They said, no, say, we'll do. he should talk Speaking to you. To then you will talk, talk to, to us. us. <laughs> now, everything that they experience cannot be your experience. Yeah. After they've said, we don't want to talk to God, but you want to talk to God. So everything that they say is, you know, is, is their experience. So in reading it, it's good for learning. It's good for understanding. And the reason why we should know everything is that you find Christians in different sectors. Spectrum. And guess what? Almost all of them have results. Yeah. Do you understand? So, but you now have to choose where you operate from and the kind of results Even the have. giving of kings was not God's idea. Yes. They asked yes. for king. Yes. God wanted a tribe of kings, yeah. a tribe of priests. They kept saying, no, no, no. And please. God told them what will happen. God said, you guys are asking for something. You get it. Okay, I'll, I'll take you now. But here is the thing. You see, you see the book of Revelation. Revelation is one of the most, um, one of the, 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 the book that have put a lot of Christians in fear. Mm. Yeah. And because there are different schools of thought. There, there are a group of scholars that actually talk about it as apocalyptic. That means it is the oncoming future. So in that world, judgment is coming, God is coming, and God will come like a beast. In fact, there will be four heads, and there will be people will be dealt with. Meanwhile, there are some Christians that call it, pre, uh, they call it um, premillennialism, right? In premillennialism, the, the thinking there is that the book of Revelation was John's summary trance of what was happening at the conquest of the cross. So that John was in the trance in the day of the Lord and God took him, transported him to what was, what, when Christ died, because at the time, the seven, the, the, the churches at the time, that he was speaking of something that there was a realm, right? But the point is, every, every interpretation of scripture should never produce fear because perfect love casts away fear. So if your understanding of revelation is now God will come from you, then I don't, so I'm not, my argument is not whether it is millennialism or premillennialism or whether it is coming. My argument for me is that I am rooted in Christ and in love. Therefore, I am actually, if you read this scripture when you were reading, for the Bible even said that God, even when God speaks of judging, he will judge the works, right? And this other one, I think I saw it there when I was saying that God will judge your actions, yeah. right? He will yeah. judge your actions. So there is a sense that a certain kind of judgment will come. But it's not about the destruction of the believer, but the ultimate redemption and the rescue of the believer. I think we'll so do, do a you, class on that. This is one class where nobody don't go happy. Okay, sorry. If I'm a, okay, if we're, we're going to wrap up a on question. that. No, 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 okay, we'll, 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 we'll take that. Let, let, me, let me just say something about if I'm question. No, let's take our own. You might answer the two okay. on that. Mike. Take mine, take mine. So mine is actually um, some verses of the Bible that I don't understand. So I read them last week, and I've been praying, but I still don't get it. So it's um, First Samuel. It has to do with Saul. So we know that Saul misbehaved, and God left him. But then, unlike what we read in the Bible stories, like I noticed, like First Samuel sixteen fourteen said. The spirit of the Lord had departed from Saul, and an evil spirit, and an evil spirit from the Lord tormented him. <laughs> and then, 
Of course, I was praying. I'm like, how can God send an evil spirit? And then I now saw another one. You know the way sometimes you now go to Christian blogs? They now gave me two extra verses. Where, go ahead, go ahead. Where God said it. So in 1 Samuel 18, 10, again, the Bible says, an evil spirit from God came forcefully upon Saul. Yes. Then 1 Samuel 19, 9, but an evil spirit from the Lord came upon Saul. And from what I know, God is good. Mm. Uh, Thank so you. you just, just hold that. Just you see, hold you see that the thought. Just hold hold that it. Thought. So I'm just going to help you so that um, that thought would have foundation. Because that was what set me free. Mm. So as even as a non-Christian, you say God punished Job. God gave Job to the devil so that to prove that as a non-Christian, I didn't accept it. I said, that was not good. If this God, people say is good, can do this, this is wrong. So when I got born again, that was the first question I asked God. What happened to Job? He said, read the book. Mm. So I read the book. I read the book. I found the answer in chapter one. Mm. So I read chapter two, chapter three till the end. And I found the answers again. Classic. Now, who wrote the book of Samuel? Okay. Maybe it's Samuel. Maybe it's Samuel or maybe one of those uh, chronicles, right? You see what he answered just now? In the Bible, in the Bible, there are things that God said. There are things that men said. There are things that the devil said or demons said. There are things that men said God said. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> And they believed it. Too. Yes, they believed believe it. Too. There are things, there are things that solid prophets of God who have prophesied great things said. Thus said the Lord. They said God said it. Mm-hmm. There are several like that in the Bible. Yeah. yeah. Huh? Now, we say here at the tribe that Jesus is perfect theology. Jesus is perfect doctrine. And then the Bible also said that all those things, all those relationships that God had with them from the, from the, their shadows. That shadow. Do you know that if we see your shadow and we know you very well, we may be able to tell that's your shadow. But there's some kinds of shadow that you would cast based on light. We can never tell that was you. Mm-hmm. So those things were shadows. Yeah. Now, the guys who were saying those things in Peter, he said they were saying those things not even aware of some of the things they were saying. They were not aware of some of the things they were saying. Now, all their worldview was that anything that happens, good or bad, is God. Exactly. So that was where they wrote. Say. That was where they wrote from. And, and how how do I explain to my child how a motor vehicle works? How my vehicle works? Even the actor in law. I don't know if there's a lawyer here. They call they call certain things. Oh, she's a lawyer. Lawyer, now she's a, you're a lawyer. They call certain things. If he's a lawyer. Act of God. Oh, she's not practicing. It, but in, in, in contractual agreement, yes. they will say, except the act of God, <laughs> yeah. part of the act of God, it can be tsunami. It can be because they can't explain. Yeah. Right? The interpretation of everything that is inexplicable. They'll, they'll turn it on God. But, the but that's not correct. Said God did not move David to come. Yes, so I was going to. So there was an account in Samuel saying God moved David. To number the people. Then when David numbered the people, God came for him. Why did you count the people? Have you read it? You will get there. So God was vexing for him. God brought judgment. So one of my uncles, he's a pastor. He's late now. He was a pastor in the redeemed. So one day he was studying these things. He likes to relate with me a lot because he just saw that this guy is just different. And you didn't grow up in a Christian home. So, so one day he read it. He was going for Bible study. And he called me. Come, come. Martin, come. See you. This one said God moved David. So why did God not want to punish him? I took him to the book of Chronicles. So he said, 
So what happened? I said, the person who wrote this, in his mind, anything that happened is God. I said, you know, we think like that. Eh, it's the will of God. We can't question him. He's wrong. He said, God is sovereign. He, can, he will do whatever he wants to do anytime to anybody. He doesn't care. That's not God. So that's the person who wrote that book told you an evil spirit or wrote an evil spirit from God. They were not aware that there was any devil or that there was any other party to okay, deal with. Exactly. So it's either God or God. none other. Anything that happens to me, good or bad, is God. So Job said, good, um, he said, um, naked, his wife said, curse God and die. He said, what are you talking about? Those foolish Shall I expect only good things from God? And not accept the evil. Shall I accept? So are you clear now? So those things, the people who wrote it, they were telling you their mindset. But we, we have a wrong notion about the Bible. We treat it as an idol. So if it's in the Bible, God has said it. We actually but, treat it like a book so, by one author. Yes. So, but I've just told you now, in the Bible, there are things God said. There are things the devil said. There are things man said God said. There are things man said. There was one time, one final example. There was one time Jesus was speaking. He was in the crowd of people and then he spoke to God. And then the Bible said God spoke from heaven. Say, I will glorify you. I've done it before. I will do it again. Now, there were several crowds like all of us here now. Some said it was thunder. Some said an angel spoke. But God responded from heaven to him. Everybody was there, but they interpreted it differently. Some say it was thunder. Some say it was an angel that spoke. So it's the same thing. So the guy thought it was an evil spirit from God. Yes, God sent an evil spirit and then anointed David to be driving the evil spirit. But Jesus said, the kingdom that stands against itself. What did Jesus say? Any kingdom that fights, he said it cannot stand. So what is Jesus saying? God is not schizo. Okay, guys, well, well, please clap to that. Clap to that. Uh, so may I answer you this question? Okay, maybe one minute. Yes, so I, was we can to, I was going to say something before she asked the question. I was going to say that. Uh, also, from what he said, many times we have issues. One of the persons who responded to that my action, that my uh, article said, but thinking is hard. I said, yeah, it's sort of like a hard, a hard thing to do, which is why a lot of people don't engage in it. Because you're thinking, start thinking about $1 billion now, that you have $1 billion. Before like, before like, before like five seconds, you derail. So she was like, how do I do that? I said, many times it's hard to fight thoughts with thoughts. If you want to change your thoughts, you speak. So Joshua chapter one, this book of the law shall not depart out of your, out of your word, but you shall what? How? If you're always saying it, it will remain in your thoughts. You see, because that's how you will observe to do, and then you would make your way prosperous. So if you were saying, were saying keep your thoughts, of course, and your words. Your thoughts control your words. Your words also influences your thoughts. So if you want to change a wrong thought, now, in your mind now, start counting from one, just start counting till you get to maybe like 10. Start, are you, have you started? What's your name? What happened to the counting? It will stop. So if you speak, uh, you would have taken a thought captive. So if you want to change your thoughts, if you, you are finding it hard to think healing, to think health, to think money, to think prosperity, to think freedom, victory, talk it. So affirmations, open the Bible, read these things, speak the word of God, stand there. Jonas, Jonah was looking at a physical, he was in the, have you ever been in the fish's belly for crying out loud? He was in the fish's belly. He realized that, oh boy, there's no, I'm not going out. He said, those that observe lying vanities forsake their own mercy. You know, he's shrouded in mystery because it's King James. Then he now said, I would sacrifice. He started sacrificing. He said, I would sacrifice in the holy temple. You are in the fish's belly. You are behaving like you are in the temple. 
He said, I will praise God. He started doing all those things. And what happened? The fish. God said, fish. Amazing. Martins, thanks so much, guys. Um, we want to pray. I think we just take the offering and um, we pray. But there's so much here today that I'm, I'm glad we did this. And please celebrate our pastors again. You can log on to thetribelagos.com or email us at hello at thetribelagos.com. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter on The Tribe Lagos. God bless. Thank you.